So that is a that is a fantastic flash. Flask, you mean? Yeah, yeah you that's flash. a fantastic flask. Yeah. Oh, I heard Flash. I heard Flash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Flash is fantastic. Let's be. That is a good show. Hey, man. There's the Gengar Flask. It's smiling. It's yeah. kind of a devilish smile. But what's inside me right <laughs> now? <laughs> should taste what's inside me. All right. Mm. Give me Gengar's juices. Oh, yeah. What's inside <laughs> what is inside Gengar? Coke Zero and vodka is our right now. Uh, that's, a, that's a great grin. Gengar is a fantastic Pokemon. It is the best. Yep. Um, Sean and I have like twenty dollar bills each. Okay. Like, yeah. Do you think we'll be able to? Like, uh, we'll we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Like I said, if you have PayPal too, that helps. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with PayPal as well. Yeah. That, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, I mean, it's awesome, but at the same time, it's straight up. We're like arranging paying for pizza via PayPal. But isn't yeah. it awesome? <laughs> yeah, it's the that you have that option? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, come like, on, 10 years ago, people were like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's, God, we live in the future. It is 2015, it hoverboards is and uh, uh, holographic hats, as uh, Phil right. is wearing. And uh, <laughs> hey, I got the word at Magprom, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had the enchantment under the sea. That's tents. right. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I actually reported that the sound audio is, uh, or the... Uh, the sound is pretty shitty, but uh, yeah, I got like all the uh, the three set the three songs they did. They did "Power of Love," then um, "Earth Angel," and then "Johnny Be Good." Yeah. The way they ended "Johnny Be Good" was awesome. Yeah, yep, yep. What are you for pizza? Oh God. Um, How well, with, with, with tip, it's an even fifty. Put it that way. So it's four pizzas divided yeah. by however many people. You said six. Is it still six, or is it like seven now? What do you mean? Because you counted the people that are eating, that are oh, shipping yeah, yeah, yeah. in. So is it seven? Like, yeah, probably seven or eight at this point. Airport Road, the podcast. <laughs> uh, we are at I MAGFest. I mean, we do that thing. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, we are at MAGFest in National Harbor, Maryland. Right now, music Let's say and games. Seven possible. to eight dollars, somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, with me tonight, I, uh, I am Aaron, and next to me is my former co-host on Radio Detroit, Connor Elsie. Hello. Uh, with me is my brother Philip. Hello, everyone. With me is I apologize, a Team Rocket member. <laughs> this is a Team Rocket Grunt, Sean. There you go. Uh, also, Anthony. And Elika, my pre-sister-in-law. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So, how have you guys been enjoying your MAGFest? This is, like, Saturday night, so we're kind of, like, halfway through at the, the, the moment. How uh, have you been enjoying it so far? Good. I feel like my blood alcohol content has been obnoxiously <laughs> high the last couple of days, but that's not a bad mm. thing. You've just raised, you've raised the average low end. You've <laughs> never gone back to zero now. No, no. <laughs> never go back. Yeah, I I, got, I I lost track of the number of rum and cokes I had last night. Yeah, uh, last night was pretty blotto. Man. Yeah, I was uh, getting completely trashed. We, I went to bed like what you like went to bed like what seven in the morning. I think I did like yeah, six. I headed back to the room <laughs> at like five thirty, but I yeah. freaking ended up on my phone like reading yeah. shit because that's always laying in bed. Because I had the covers over my head <laughs> because I didn't want my phone light to wake anybody up. And I was like sitting there, I'm like, I am so goddamn hot. I should just go to bed. I'm like, one more Reddit article. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's that constant like rabbit hole where I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed. It's 
you know, 3 o'clock. Uh, let me refresh all uh, my subreddits and see what's new. Oh, shit, shit. <laughs> Suddenly, you know, 6 th- yeah. What the fuck have I done with my life? Uh, but, uh, what have, so what have you guys done? What have you seen uh, so far at MAGFest? Um, there's a chip chiptune space where there's chiptunes pretty much going on until 5 a.m. I, I remember last year I was just wandering around really, really drunk, and I found this little corner of the hotel that looks out over the river, and you can see all these live chiptunes. Right yeah, we, we <laughs> can actually, from the hotel room. Yeah, from our hotel room, we can look out at it and, like, see a little, like, rave going on. They should pipe the audio to us somehow. Yeah. <laughs> We live in 2015. This is the future. They can do that. Come on. Mm-hmm. What the hell, man? <laughs> Shiny hats and whatnot. <laughs> uh, so you were there, like, until, like, pretty much the whole night? or Yeah, pretty nice. much the whole night. By the time I realized it was the morning, the sun was rising, so... <laughs> That's just MAGFest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, anything you've uh, enjoyed? Um, I actually just recently saw a massive parade of uh, Team Rocket grunts, <laughs> which is did pretty you, custom for MAGFest. Did you join in? Uh, I was asked to join in. Uh, I joined in for a little while, but uh, I had to get back up to the room, so I couldn't do a whole lot. But it was rather interesting. They were, shall we say, making a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that is Team Rocket's MO. Uh, yeah, I mean, just that, going around stealing true. Pokemon from people you know, yeah, yeah, throughout the con. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember last year, uh, all the Doctor Who cosplayers kind of like formed like this big cadre together, where they would just like move on mass, like a group of twenty people, and just pose for pictures with everyone in the middle of the atrium. There was, yeah, the, there was the showing of Doctor Who cosplay this year is far less intense than last year. Yeah, I recognize the same guys doing like I recognize the second Doctor and like the uh, the what is it, the sixth Doctor. Uh, there's like a group of them, that the same guys who, who dressed up as year. those characters last year. I have not seen the balloon Dalek or the balloon TARDIS this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's give it a tip. Um, that was cool. Were you there during the, uh, during the DJ battle last year where someone had taken that life-size balloon you TARDIS told me about and it. tossed it around in the yeah. crowd? Yeah, that was really cool. You told me about that, yeah. I, I have not seen a single uh, uh, Twelfth Doctor. Not a single one. Oh, Peter Capaldi? Yeah. I don't think anybody has eyes that intense. Yeah, yeah. That's true. not at all. The fan girls aren't really going for him, Aaron. I'm sorry. Myself um, included. You know. I'm <laughs> digging him a lot. I love him. No, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of Capaldi. I think he's really goddamn mm-hmm. entertaining. Um, yeah, uh, no one has fierce enough eyebrows, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Phil, uh, your favorite thing you've seen so far at MacFest? Um, let me see trying to think of anything memorable, but this MAGFest has kind of seen not as memorable as other ones so far. <laughs> has that been consensus? We're seeing a lot more, like, anime cosplay. Yeah. 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 Kind of and Ellick and I tried to do a yeah. lap around the game uh, area, and, like, so everything was taken. There was, like, yeah. lines everywhere. So we're, we're planning on, like, hitting it, like, at 3 in the morning tonight to try to get Oh, out. nice. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe we'll go down time. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Even last yeah. night we were down there around 3, and, like, it was pretty the bad. fighting games and the shmops still had lines. Yeah, I, 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 like, every yeah. single, like, that whole row of, like, the sit-down cabinets, like, mm-hmm. the Japanese-style ones of, like, that's all, like, shoot 'em up like, vertical monitor stuff and also fighting games. Like, I have not seen any of those empty, mm-hmm. uh, like, the entire damn time. So... I mean, but I've loved the dealer's room this year. Oh, uh, the dealer's there room. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I got Fantastic. so much stuff. I got a decal for my 3DS <laughs> that yes. makes it look like a slime from the so Dragon Warrior slash plus series. Your 3DS XL is so happy. And when the new 3DS comes out in February, she got a couple decals. She yeah. got like a gold Abra 
Mm, yeah, for, for my purple um, 3DS, it's like the regular size one. Nice. Um, and that's my current system, but when I upgrade to the red new 3DS mm. XL, I got a large decal of all Eevee evolutions, nice. and it's in gold. So it'll nice. be the gold decal on the red, and mm. I thought that that would look really cool, so nice. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I've <laughs> noticed since years past that the, uh, the dealer's room had a lot greater variety compared yes. to years past. Um, just a lot of really unique things. Um, I can't really think of a whole lot off the top of my head, but Paint I know they... Ami- Amiibos. I yeah, the kind of yeah. painted Amiibos. That was a really I meant to thing. go check out... Uh, oh, his All-American Mario. All-American yeah. Mario is beautiful. That's yeah. awesome. Very good attention detail there. Now, I wonder if there's really hardcore collectors out there that are seeing these custom-painted Amiibos and are like, you're ruining the vibe. I know, I know. Why did you even open it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least Mario, you can get, like, you can find, like, 20 of him everywhere right. you go. I mean, you're never going to run out of Mario. And they're going to come out with the Mario for, like, the Mario Party. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, yeah. Different versions. apparently that's going to be, the the second Mario Amiibo is going to be exclusive to the Mario Party 10 bundle for a limited time. Oh. So, yeah, sneaky, pretty sneaky, sis. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the game, which hasn't been here since the second one. That's when you buy it now. Five or ten years later, you sell it on eBay for like four times its value. <laughs> <laughs> for the free money, guys. I'm never going to do that shit. And anyway, they they pretty much said that 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 Mario will come out later. It's just yeah. not going to be part of the no limited window. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if like six months or something like that, eh, you know. Uh, I, uh, what was that? I'm not sure. Hallway party. Howling Jesus. going on outside. Sounds like a coyote pack. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. We, we know a lot of people, well, we know a lot of, like, semi-famous people in our hallway. Oh, <laughs> hey, well, I was walking up here. I passed Luke from Anamanaguchi. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw yeah. him. I was like, oh. Is, I know that guy. What? Yeah, the I think there. I think the Colossus. I know that there's. Outside. Well, there's that, and then there was a birthday party going on uh, out there okay. too, and people. Were you can hear a lot. Yeah. Of and we're on the fifth floor. How the yeah. fuck is that? It, it's a lot of people, man. The building's connecting right there, so... Yeah. It seriously the straight up sounds like people are being, like, butchered like, down there. Yeah. <laughs> like a roller coaster that yeah. ends well, up like long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, what, what sort of things have you guys picked up from the dealer dealers? Uh, we got a lot of t-shirts. Um, Phil, one of the shirts he's wearing now is it's a nice. Mega Man t-shirt that glows in the dark. Oh, does it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to get that yeah. one. Um, I also got a shirt that had, like, crazy oh, yeah. Colors with all the Eevee evolutions because mm. apparently Pokemon T-shirts are a thing this year. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I got a uh, Squirtle, War Turtle, Blastoise kind of evolutionary shirt where it has a silhouette of nice. all three Pokemon and everything. So I like that. We wanted to get the, like the Nuka Cola shirt and a couple <laughs> others, but they were just sold out. So yeah, everything was sold out. Or we the Sriracha theme shirt, but it's Final Fantasy VII and has Shenra on it. And, like, uh, yeah, like, I almost pretty close. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I ended up dropping like 65 bucks on a damn card game and a couple of expansions. Uh, I, uh, I, the first night before we went to the con, um, I had played a, a card game called Gloom, which I think uh, Changston talked about years ago uh, on Radio Detroit. And the whole point of the game is essentially is you have a, a family of like weird, it's kind of like Charles Adams meets Edgar Gorey where the goal of the game is to make your own family as miserable as possible and kill them 
while trying to improve the lives of every other player's family so they have better lives. So you, you're playing like uh, basically like negative modifier cards on your own uh, uh, family and then you're essentially like trying to play the positive ones on everyone else's and whoever has the, the most miserable life by the, uh, the game ends once one uh, family is completely off, been killed off. Uh, so you basically, yeah, uh, make yours horribly, terribly gruesome and just miserable existence. Kill them off uh, while cheering up everyone else. Well, it's nice that they're... Uh, so what I like about the card game, too, is that yeah. the cards themselves are transparent. So when yeah, you play yeah, them on top really of each cool. other, right there, and then you see what the effects are, you know what the numbers are, so you don't have to kind of go back to the rule books all the time and be like, yeah. oh, what just happened? It's like, no. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a, it's a, it's a really nice... Um, visual. Like, it's well-designed cards. It's cool. You don't see that kind of thing where you're layering, like, positives on top of negatives, and they kind of cover it up as you play more and more on top of each other. But I got the second edition core game and three expansions, Unfortunate Expeditions, Unhappy Homes, and Unwelcome Guests. And I hopefully I'll get a Jesus chance Christ, to... Jesus Christ, card games are expensive. Yeah, they are. They, I got, like, I got five bucks off, um... Be, uh, because the dude was like, I was going to buy one expansion in the core game, and then the guy's basically, what would it take for you to get the other ones? And I just said, eh, fuck it. I, I got a lot of birthday money, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. It. I'm supposed to be yeah. shit like these that are so incredibly easy to just, like, yeah. kind of play without buying. Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes it feels better to just be like, take the money. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, know, I, like, I guess they're a game shop out of uh, Charlottesville. Like, Let's see if I can find the card. Give them a nope. All right. <laughs> That's the thing. I like card games like this. Or at least, like, it's not going to take an hour to play around and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, it's, you can like do it in like, 15, the, 20 minutes. Like for example, I enjoyed the Battlestar Galactica board game. Yeah. But, like God, sometimes these last forever. That's the thing. Like I love playing Risk. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I, I yeah. don't have six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or depending on what kind of like house rules you play. Yeah. We used to play where. It, it would be a weekend. Yeah. Like, we'd all, like, crash at one person's place for a weekend, and, like, mm-hmm. it would be risk. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, found, I did find the card. Uh, I picked them up from The End Games uh, in Charlottesville, www.theendgames.co. So, yeah, check them out if you're looking for some game stuff. You're in central Virginia. Um, uh, other than that, I picked up some buttons for the kiddo. He wanted some Mario and Zelda and... Uh, uh, or Link stuff, and I picked him up a Charizard as well. I'm probably going to hit the dealer floor again and find him, like, a stuff whatever. But, uh, yeah, I ended up getting the official MAGFest oh. shirt. We saw, like, a, like, um, at, like, the t-shirt shop, we saw, like, um, the, um, you know, like, the 90s animated series Batman. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, um, and then, um, instead of throwing the Benjamins, you know, for, like, throwing money, it was throwing the Wayne's down. And had Batman <laughs> just throwing dollar bills. And I'm like, man, we got to have your eight-year-old wearing that shirt. That's perfect. <laughs> mm. Connor, did you pick up anything? Oh, I did spend $30 on a flask with the kind of Triforce and Hylian Crest. Crest on it, which I should not have spent $30 on a fucking flask because I'm going to use a flask twice a year when I'm here and when I'm at Magstock. But I w- become it was, an alcoholic. It was five a. It was five thirty a.m. and I happened to wander, and he was like the dealer table was still open, and I just I was drunk and fucked up enough. <laughs> that seemed like a great idea. <laughs> That's where my fiance so, went and spent most of her money. Last there you night, go. So <laughs> she got her gun guard. 
Connor, uh, do you pick up anything? I don't typically buy a lot of merch at mm-hmm. these things. Like, I might usually, like, I might buy a t-shirt or if they have a scarf. I'm, I'm a big scarf fan. Mm-hmm. And if they have one I really like, I might buy it. Um, the only thing I did want, and I mentioned this to you when we walked by, they had, there was a Perler bead booth, and yeah. they had a gadget hat wrench yeah. Perler bead. And I really wanted to, like, just come back the next day and buy it, because mm-hmm. me and Gadget go way back. <laughs> but, um... It was gone. Like, that, most of that booth had sold out when we walked yeah. out again. They only had, like, maybe a dozen things still sitting yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, so they, like, the table's completely packed when we first walked by. Uh, they had a, not only, like, a gadget, but a, a Chippendale and from Chippendale, uh, Capcom yeah. NES game. And, uh, like, tons of, uh, like, pixel art characters. And Perler beads are, like, these little uh, plastic beads, and you kind of... They go on a board. Yeah, they go on a board, and you make them, and they're really great for, like, representing, like, 8 or 16-bit art, Mm -hmm. because it looks pixelated. So a lot of people will, like, basically recreate character sprites, and then uh, you put them all together, and then you kind of, like, use heat or whatever to I think a lot of people use, like, iron will. Yeah. But it's really cool. It's it's very simple, and it's the kind of thing that I've, I've almost wanted to get a kit. And just, like, put together, like, patterns and stuff like that. Like, oh, let me download a, a sprite for Mega Man and just mm-hmm. kind of build shit myself. Because it looks like it would be kind of satisfying, like, putting together a puzzle or, like, a Lego. Creation. I bet peeling them off that board once they're all stuck together. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, so <laughs> good, man. But, yeah, there's several of those. Uh, there were people who had, like, etched glassware and, like, like I, I got the... Uh, the flask. Um, Some of her friends actually had Minecraft flowers, like little flower palette with little Minecraft yeah. flowers growing in nice. there. And like oh. um, the hearts from Zelda, but they were like little purses with yeah. hearts from Zelda on there too. And they did that stuff. So. I might, I might think about, well, I, my hotel room, we ended up having two extra people more mm-hmm. than we thought we would. So my hotel room went from what potentially could have been $300 for me for the whole weekend to it was like 136, nice. but all I had was 50s, So and I was like, Chad, keep it. Like, you put this together, and I know we did the whole group registration, yeah. and I was like, I've done that for PAX East, I know what a pain in the ass that is, like, it's it's only 14 bucks, just, I don't yeah. need change. That's cool, that's cool. Chad's a good dude, uh, Chad, a.k.a. Neanderbot, and I was so happy because I got a print uh, that he did of uh, Mr. Detoy crowd surfing, like a little black and white etched thing for MAGFest 13. Which, uh, if I think about it, I may uh, take a picture and put it, post it up on weirdochurch.com. Probably won't, but I was very stoked to get a copy of that. Yeah, I thought he was selling them, and he was just like, no. I'm just no, he was giving them away to whoever. He basically said, like, uh, if, if you see me, ask, and you'll get one. Limited uh, supply, or supplies are limited. Uh, did you pick up anything, Sean? Uh, I have not picked up anything yet. I've, uh, I've been browsing the, God, anywhere from four to five booths that's been, that have been selling video games, but... I haven't really found anything of uh, good value yet, yeah. but it's all about finding the right deal, just kind of looking around any, and picking the right thing. Any system in particular you're looking um, for? Uh, I've been looking at N64 primarily, mm. um, just because it's, you know, it's old enough that, you know, I, well, I own these, the system, and it's old enough that, you know, I can still play it, but um, I don't own any of the, the prior game systems, but... I uh, haven't really found anything that valuable there. I think they've pretty much been cleaned out by a lot of the people who have already come there ahead yeah. of time. They're out of pepperoni, mm-hmm. so, and uh, sausage. Pizza and drama. Tell it to the podcast. <laughs> so this pizza place <laughs> that we're trying to order right. from. How the fuck does a pizza place run out of pepperoni? They don't have pepperoni. 15,000 nerds? They, they don't have bacon. Bullshit. 
they don't bullshit. have sausage. This is bullshit. So I had a sausage. I thought this was ham. America. <laughs> ham is fine. Ham okay. Is fine. Ham is fine. I, I thought know. this was America too, Aaron. Yeah. Evidently uh, not. ETA on the pizza? They didn't say. Oh. Considering that it took them forever to figure out. They probably just else. had to call 14 dozen yeah. people and be like, yeah, yeah we don't here's got the that. thing. Yeah, uh, well... So ham it is. <laughs> stay tuned, listeners, and we'll find out how this pizza situation I hope resolves over awesome. the course of the uh, episode. Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> <laughs> Stunning cliffhanger. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. Uh, Phil, uh, did you pick up anything for yourself? Um, you got the shirt. Yeah. yeah. I got uh, shirts for myself. Uh, we got a um, little Yoshi with, a, <gasps> yes. Yes, with an egg on it. Yeah. No, it's an apple. Oh, it's an, an apple. apple. Sorry. It's a Yoshi. Pull it out. Let me pull it out. It's very cute. A little plushy. Yeah, a little plushy. Um, yep. My friend Shelby was selling stuff at the con, so I wanted to show her some oh, support. It's very cute. And uh, bought this little Yoshi for 20 bucks. Yep. Yeah, it's like official merchandise. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. super it's like and everything. Yeah. I know. How it's much was it, 20 bucks? 20 yeah. I mean, normally, for one that size, I'd be like, yeah, it's on the steep end, but you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, but when your friend, your friend yeah. has a stand, yeah, you want to yeah, support them, so, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. didn't mind. This he didn't happen to have any black Yoshis, did he? No, it was only the green ones, sadly. Did she they still have anything else? Oh, they had yeah, they Amiibos, and he had a really good red Yoshi and a blue Yoshi. Oh, Boshi. Well, I know. The problem is I already have a Yoshi Amiibo, Aaron, and I can't justify buying another Amiibo I've already got, and they don't they don't have any new ones over there, except for a Kirby for $40. Oh, uh, you have a green and a blue one, then. Yeah. I'm, we thought about it, but we don't we do it. How much are they selling the custom for, yet. by the way? Well, he the had custom a, vary. He had, a, he had a Kirby's, like, pretty much the box still intact, painted, like, That's true. black and white for, like, 40 Mm-hmm. Well, it was fifty, but because we're friends, he was like, "Oh, and I'm like, that's a little too steep for myself." But I'm not sure about the other ones. So wait, like, can you barter with the vendors down there? Oh, definitely. Really? Oh, yeah. Elka is so much money doing it. Yeah, it's like Elka's literally like, if you want to get something, (laughs) just have me talk to them and buy it. Because that's. I might take you up on that because a lot of stuff here it comes down that I might this is like five or ten dollars more than yeah, I and that's to the pay. thing it's just five or ten more yeah. and usually you're not you're not insulting them if you ask for five or ten less now if you're asking for half the price that's Fuck insulting it, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're just like you know you strike up a conversation with them you know take interest in their work ask them hey how did you get into this how long have you been doing this art for or this trade or whatever and you'll find out that one you made a friend out of of it, and two, they might be a little more willing to work with you right. for the price. Also, if you're paying in cash. Yes, mm-hmm. cash. If you're like, hey, if I can give you just some nice green The greenbacks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people are very appreciative. Yes, yes. Have, you, have you guys seen the guy that does the the 8-bit pixel paintings? Yeah. He has a Rocky. Yeah, yeah. He has an 8-bit Rocky, like, draped in an American <laughs> fucking flag. Yeah. Like, yes. With his fist like, up. It's, I am like, I, that's probably way more than I'll ever need really to spend. really expensive, but, but he does them by hand. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine, like, there was one that was, like, I think it was last year, and it was, like, um, Wiley's Castle from, like, mm, Mega yeah. Man 2. And it was, like, that full was the same size, dude, like, pretty 8 sure. by 10. Yeah. It's, it's been like, the same deal. It was like three hundred plus dollars, and I'm like, yeah. If I was stupid rich, I would buy that right. Yeah, that that would like I, I would love that, but he did the one from Ninja Gaiden in that that part in the, the cinematic, cinematic the cutscene, like the like, yeah, the, just the eyes. Oh, oh yeah, that's that right. right. I think he has in the castle in yeah. the background one yep. too. But the eyes one, I remember, was like. 
three hundred dollars, and I'm like, yeah. fuck, that's, that's cool. But like, so good. Justify that. And the thing is, is you don't want to be a dick by being like, hey, can you give this to me fifty dollars mm-hmm. cheaper? Because I mean, you appreciate their work, you right, appreciate yeah. all the time and effort that they put into it. It was just like, yeah, I don't have enough. Money I do know that guy <laughs> where like he, he sells his stuff here, but like year round, he'll do whatever you want. Like if you get his card, mm-hmm. he'll and you say, hey, I want this. So. He'll give you a price, and he'll mm-hmm. do it if you want to pay it. So. Okay. You'd be surprised how many people take commissions. Pro tip, if you don't want to have, like, 30 cards in your wallet, just take a picture of it on your smartphone. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> just keep on going. Take a picture of it, move on, yeah. so you don't have to carry, like, 20 or 30 of them. Like, half of them have QR codes yeah. for their website, too. That's a really good idea. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't seen more people do that. Like, <laughs> not so much here, but when I'm at PAX and I'm working for the site, like, there's so much card trading going yeah. on. I, I've never seen anybody do that, but that's a really good idea. Or, yeah. Even if you don't want to, like, insult them, like, do it and then, like, throw it away while they're not like, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get rid of that four megs on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> because literally, any cards that I get, they're going to, like, go in a bag and then I'll, like, kind of put them on my dresser for about a week and then eventually I'll be like, okay, this needs to get thrown away now and I'll never actually go. Well, mine always end up in the back of my wallet. Yeah. Like, behind mine. Yeah. I don't even realize they're there until six months later I'm trying to give someone one of mine. I'm like, oh, I got this to get you. At least that way I can clear out my uh, photo gallery. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. One thing, though, that I have to say that I saw in the merchant's room that I did not buy, but I wanted desperately. I know what you're talking about. Was a hand... Magic mom! (laughs) (laughs) It was a hand-sculpted, hand-painted statue of Magic Man from Adventure Time. Really? Yes, and he was beautiful, (laughs) and he was $70. (laughs) And I was like, I'll pay $35, and I'm not going to offer them half the price. I don't want to insult them, but oh, man, he was gorgeous. They also did a Zoidberg one, (laughs) and he had switchable heads. So one head was angry, and the other one was, like, super silly and derpy. (laughs) With the frills up? Yes, exactly. So gross. Zoidberg is just a detestable yeah. character. <laughs> like, whenever he doesn't have his shell on. Uh, he is beautiful. All those roles. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. But, yeah, anything else uh, about MAGFest you guys wanted to remark on? Um, just kind of disappointed how crowded the gaming rooms have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I what the final count is this year. I mean, I know, like, I, this is scuttlebutt, but I heard that the like out of the two thousand rooms here, nineteen hundred are manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. And in this month usually four motherfuckers. Yeah. This month I mean they they did it a couple weeks later than normally mm-hmm. normally it would be like right after the new year. It's the first weekend of the new year yeah. they always done. And um what what ended up happening is it got shuffled down a couple weeks. And uh from there uh normally there's all this Christmas decoration stuff that's up. Yeah. Uh, and there's okay. also usually some kind of, like, kids thing. Like, last year was Madagascar on ice. So there's sure. some other, It's like, like the Madagascar experience or something. Yeah. I think they did, like, DreamWorks the year before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's always Shrek. Shrek on ice. Yeah, it's always yeah. Shrek a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, we have a new guest for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my name's John. All right. So are you, are you, are you set up? Point guard. Uh, I don't. I don't actually don't know basketball. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked the terms I knew, and I was like, "Are you sports?" I know. Center is a big tall guy, and everything else is just like, "Okay, shoot, shoot the butt." Nah, I don't know. <laughs> just get in the basket. That's all. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> 
But yeah, I was always, I always felt so bad because there'd always be like just families with kids yeah. and all of them yeah. wearing like little Shrek hats. And then you've got like a bunch of completely drunk geeks who are screaming and cussing and, and like, you know, like women who are basically like fucking, you know, half naked, guys who are half naked. And like, just like, there's these little six year old kids who are precious wearing Shrek hats. And I'm like, Oh god! What are, the, what are the parents thinking? It's like, what what have we done? Yeah. I think one of our favorite memories was like, I think it was two Magfests back, where there was a wedding going yes. on during Magfest. I missed oh, that year. Yeah. Yeah. You told me about that. that. Yeah. You the second floor, like them trying to do like wedding portraits and pictures, and then cosplayers would come in and photo bomb, and and you know the bride and groom are like, you mother. That's I paid $40,000 for yeah. this wedding. Well, the thing is, well, I checked, like, yeah. oh, that's how much I actually spent. <laughs> 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 it's like $40, $40,000 minimum just for, like, deposit, deposit, food, and drink deposits. Deposit. Oh, and we're like, no, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just get rooms here and then do... You have your wedding in the hallway. <laughs> or, 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 like, one of the restaurants. There like, you one of the nice restaurants over here, you know? Just have your wedding at Magfest. Yeah, I know. There was some change years ago. Yeah, Jane Ricochet and yeah. Melissa's Asylum. Jane yeah. and, uh, get the shit. I can't remember the last name. Yeah. Yeah. It was Manifest <laughs> 10? Mm-hmm. 10. I think 10. Yeah. I don't remember. One of the years. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they actually did, they um they went and I did it like somewhere down on the beach and Diganth officiated for them. And nice. Yeah. Very cool. Hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, MAGFest, uh, again, it's January... Every year, it also has a kind of camping experience, which happens in July, called Magstock. It's amazing. Uh, and they just this year started, they did like a MAGFest 8.5. So this will be a .5 convention for yeah. So next year so will be Which is like, what is it, limited to like 2,000 or something? I, I think well, they, they have a registration old, cap on yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. And that was the hotel where MAGFest was at before, before it moved here. to the yeah. Game Ward. And uh, well, it originally started at a fucking holiday. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. In fact, I live right next to that. Yeah. <laughs> I moved in there. I live like I could walk there. I didn't know that that was where Magfest One was. Wow. Until like three it was weeks like twenty five people in like my yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, some sad conference rooms and all. But yeah, the point five versions of the con are meant to be a lot smaller, a lot more intimate, and just provide an opportunity for people to get to know each other yeah. and actually guarantee you'll see that person again the next day and yeah. be able to hang out and make. I would love awesome to go to that. Aspect. Like my first one was over at the Hilton, and mm-hmm. like I, I know a lot of people that have been like long time attendees. Like really like that it's here. They think mm-hmm. it's so much better, and maybe it's like that kind of first doctor syndrome where yeah. like your yeah. first is always your favorite. But yeah. like I think about that, and I remember how how cozy it was, yeah. and, like, even the stuff that sucked, sucked in such, like, a nostalgic way. Exactly, like, yeah, well, exactly. 19 floors and 3,000 people and four goddamn elevators. Well, I mean, we, I think uh, we were kind of talking about hitting, like, what, 9.5 now. Yeah, year, I'd like to. I'd like year. to check it out, yeah. because I didn't go to 8.5, but I heard from a lot of my friends yeah. who went that it was just so much better, actually, than, mm. you did, know... Did you guys ever go to one at the Hilton? Yes. I think yeah. we did. Yeah. We yeah. caught it the yeah. last oh, year. Yeah. We caught it the yeah. last yeah. year yeah. at the Hilton before they switched but over. I, I know it was a little tighter quarters, but that the arcade was actually in a 
ballroom I thought mm-hmm. it was cool as shit. I think they, they had better locations though yeah. too. Like because I know they had a lot of, what was it like Beat Mania and some of them yeah. were like you know, oh, okay I didn't yeah, see yeah. it but and there was some weird crazy Japanese like twitch shooter games with Gundams and God knows what <laughs> and it was so super like kawaii oh my god you know where it was like uh, I don't know I loved it it was awesome Anthony and I played through I think a whole game <laughs> But, oh man! But we did that last night. We we were determined to play Captain America and mm-hmm. the Avengers. Yeah, and like that seems like such a great idea. But then we get to the last level, and we've just been standing there hitting one button. Yeah, and that's like, <laughs> and like, I'm like Aaron. How much is left? Aaron, I need a <laughs> cigarette so bad. We just got to fucking kill Red Skull. Okay, <laughs> we're on the <laughs> Well, the show is there for you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well. but we that's needed a fourth. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's the thing with like the, the quarter muncher type arcade games, where I mean, you go back and you play shit on Mame and like try to like, oh man, I love playing fucking Double Dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, it had two buttons, and basically you're just like mashing those two buttons over and over. Yeah, over to again. be fair, with Double Dragon, it implemented like more attack. Yeah, you had like because it was directional. Yeah. yeah. Right, it was all about that back elbow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But wow. so, there's so many of those games that are like, when you go back and you play, it's really it's just a slog to get through because you're just kill, 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 kill. Right. You know? Uh, but it's great. <laughs> I was like, Aaron, there's not a gauntlet, is there? I mean, there's not a boss gauntlet. <laughs> oh, God, no. God, that would have been terrible. Yeah, because literally it's just like, okay, stand next to the boss and just keep hitting punch and punch right. and punch and punch. Oh man! But yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of great games there. Uh, Silent Scope is there, yeah, um, and it's there. working this year because last year it was broken. So I'm definitely gonna have to get in on that at some point. Um, quite a few pinball tables, a lot of console games hooked up. Uh, there was like old school, like it was like Apple Twos or Commodore sixty fours or some shit. I did not see a Commodore sixty four. I think I did see an Apple Two either. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to get some fucking uh, Oregon Trail going on, right on. <laughs> <laughs> where in the world was from in San Diego? All right, uh, this episode, we I guess we're done about Mag, uh, talking about MAGFest, but we were going to talk about MMOs. Oh, yeah. Massively multiplayer online I would online say I would games. love to talk about MMOs, but I think a pizza break might be coming up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Are we going to have to pause this? We might have to pause this. Pizza, we're gonna have to pause pizza, this. pizza, pizza, uh, pizza. pizza. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, let's have Damn a pizza party. <laughs> Remember the pizza party? Oh God, pizza! Video party. with the Olsen twins. Are you ready? Okay, we're gonna have some pizza. We're gonna have some pizza. We'll be back in a few. Be big. All right, APO the podcast. We are back. We had pizza. How was the pizza? It was pizza. It was pizza. It was ham rather. Unexpected. You had the cheese. I did. That didn't really matter. Yes. Uh, I was okay with the pizza. It was, it was fine pizza. Money well spent. Yes. Uh, so we have lost the majority of everyone who was <laughs> on earlier. Uh, Phil and Elika and Anthony and Sean and everyone else are upstairs, very drunk or drinking. Currently. What really happened is we gained about 30 people and it just became too loud. Yeah. So we are outside the Gaylord Inn currently uh, having uh, cigarettes and we're going to talk about some MMOs. Connor, uh, what was the first MMO you played? Um, it, it was WoW. Mm-hmm. WoW was the first one I played. I, I remember other MMOs. Like, I remember hearing stories yeah. about MMOs. Uh, 
I remember one of the first stories I heard was from Ultima Online and about how you had, like, if you ran somewhere, it would take longer due to loading time than just walking. Yeah. Um, I remember EverQuest being a thing. Uh, I just, my issue was that I grew up in a very rural area, so I never had the internet speed to handle it, and I mm-hmm. usually never had the computer to handle it either. Yeah. So. I remember my first experience, I actually got to play, uh, my friend was in the beta for Ultima Online. And so he had it up, and it was still, like, well, it was very early on. It was very, like, uh, kind of like one of those things where, I'm like, okay, I'm walking through, and here's, like, a zoo with all these things, with all these people here. Uh, I mean, Ultima Online had, it, it, it was pre-WoW. WoW was really the MMO that kind of figured out how to make MMOs fun. Yeah. Uh, or at least tolerable in yeah. those early days. Yeah. So, with Ultima Online, uh, the beta, I rolled up a character. Basically, I was a black dude with a giant afro uh, armed with a warhammer. I refused to wear any clothes. So, I'd be basically walking around in my bikini briefs. And I named my character Big Jim Slade after, like, one of the skits from, uh, uh, oh shit, a Kentucky Fried Movie. And I would just be basically walking around and, like, talking to, like, random people. Uh, and they would get extremely bothered by the fact that Big Jim Slade was not wearing any clothing at all. And, uh, really, I, the prudes, uh, it's, it's disappointing that, uh, you know, people aren't, you know, uh, accepting of a giant black man who just wants to be nude. This and carry a war hammer. Come on. Yeah, well, this was, like, 96... Oh my god, that game was wow. Yeah, I mean, like maybe ninety. There was was another one that was kind of big, but Asheron's Call. Yes, I played Asheron's Call. We were actually we were in that. We actually got uh, my brother and I played the beta, and I remember when they were ending the beta, they essentially destroyed the world. So like, there was this big like kind of like Armageddon event where like comics comets were streaking down through the sky. Huxley did that. Was was it Huxley? That was the there was an FPS MMO. Yeah. I think it was Huxley. It may have been... Oh, it, was, it wasn't Hellgate London, was it? No, 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 Because it only lasted, like, a little while. It was uh-huh. supposed to be this big thing that was going to be, like, a, you know, FPS MMO, more MMO than, than Planet Side was, yeah. and, and blah, blah, blah. And they, 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 when they decided to shut down the servers, they were like, we're, we're going to do an Armageddon event. We're going to give you closure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Which, that was very cool, like, playing through the Asheron's Call beta. No, it wasn't Huxley. It was Tabula Rasa. Okay, yeah. Right on. That, was that um, was that a Richard uh, Garriott? No Garriott? idea. I don't think I don't so. No. I thought that was something he did after Ultima Online, but I could it be wrong. It may have been, that. but it was such a flash in the pan. Yeah. Oh, it, it didn't last long. I, uh, it's it's a footnote currently mm-hmm. on a Wikipedia article somewhere. But I played I, I played Ultima Online the beta. Uh, then I played uh, some Asheron's Call through the beta of that, and that was really weird because, like, we played Spellcasters. So in order to research spells, you basically had all these reagents that you had to combine together and like figure out to figure out new spells, and it really didn't give Almost you any in a, guide. In, a, in, a, in a Elder Scrolls way, I guess I don't know. That's how Elder Scrolls work. Like, you, yeah. you find ingredients and stuff, and then yeah. like. You dump them together and hope something cool happens. Yeah, it's it's kind of like like before like everyone figured out what everything does in Minecraft, where it's basically right. like okay, punch wood, put together blocks and sticks until you get like certain item. You were kind of crafting your spells to be able to research it. And once you knew it, you knew it. Right. But it was so odd because this is like 
before wikis for every game existed. I mean, you still could look it up somewhere, but the whole idea of, like, this was before Wikipedia, for Christ's sake. It was, you would always find walkthroughs or facts yeah. by, by some someone that did it in, in ASCII. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we played that for a while. We, we kind of, we didn't really go on. I think that was a very early Turbine game. And Turbine oh, wow. yeah. went on to do Lord of the Rings Online, which I played for a good amount of time, and I really enjoyed um, I have the collector's edition, like, box yeah. of that Nick Mortimer, a uh, buddy of mine from Destructo. He had it, and he was packing up to fly back to the U.K., and he was like, I can't fit this. Do you want this? And I did open it, but I didn't unwrap anything inside of it. And I was like, ah, I should probably play this, but my computer probably won't handle it. And then, like, by the time I had a computer that would handle it, it had already become free to play. Yeah, so... Yeah. The, the free-to-play, they're, they're one of the ones that they figured out how to do free-to-play, and they were kind of the ones that set that trend, uh, where it's you basically, you, uh, I know with Lord of the Rings Online, I'm not sure how they, they did it in, like, Neverwinter, which is their D&D-themed mm-hmm. uh, MMO, but uh, you essentially, you could, like, go, you could get the client, you could access shit, but if you wanted, like, the quest packs, you had to be either an active subscriber or you had to drop a couple bucks for all the quest packs in this region. And then if you move on to the next region, it's like five bucks for all the quests in that region. That's not terrible. Yeah, so, I mean, you can kind of play it at your own pace if you don't want to pay the 15 bucks a month. As, as long as it's as long as long the value's there, that's yeah. not terrible at all. Yeah, but, I mean, and, and they also added things like you could, like, buy a boost that would give you double XP or, or like... Uh, improve your reputation, or basically making it easier for you to grind for a certain period, but it wouldn't break the game. See, I don't think that breaks that game because yeah. that was intrinsic to the yeah. game to begin with. Yeah. If they suddenly did that with WoW, it would someone be a problem. Started like if someone in like three months could get the achievement that I've been working on for four fucking years. I I'd, yeah. I'd flip every table in the goddamn <laughs> state. <laughs> I'd knock on people's door like, "Hey, your table? Can I see it for a second? What? Don't worry about it." <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I played, yeah, Lord of the Rings Online. I really enjoyed that. Um, I played WoW way back in the day, back when it was vanilla WoW. And I got, uh, had a wizard up to level 60, and... You did not have a wizard. A mage. a mage. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, called my, you called my nerd uh, shame right there. Um, but no, you, uh, I, I quit. Burning Crusade, uh, Crusade had come out. They had opened the dark portal on our server, but I had never gotten the expansion because that was like at a point where I was like, I'm not sure if it's worth it for me to continue playing this game because I had hit 70 and at that point I was really, 60, yeah, I was really just spending the majority of my time fishing in a certain spot to get stone skin eels to sell on the auction house and that's all I was doing because... I had gotten every single damn enchanting recipe, every single cooking recipe, every single tailoring recipe uh, that I could, and I'd maxed out all my skills, so I really... And I could have made an alt at that point, but I, I, I was just invested as like, well, if I'm going to be playing this game, I might as well earn gold. So I just spent six hours straight fishing, and then I realized, what am I doing with my life? I'm paying 15 bucks a month to basically... Fish. <laughs> so I quit it like right about then and I got out of it and I I, I was always tempted to, to get back into it. It wasn't really until like Black Friday this past year where they offered the like the core game plus all the previous expansions prior to Warlords of Dream. No, five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah, it was like seventy five percent off like the normal twenty for the battle chest. 
and I, I that was right after I had. Uh, uh, well, they included gravy. they included Miss in the battle chefs yeah. like a week prior, and then they yeah. were like, okay, now they're five dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hell yeah, why not? You know, I get every single expansion. I ended up getting that and Warlords of Brainer, uh, and, and yeah, I, I really like what they've done with WoW. Um, it, it's there's so much more shit to do. Yeah, my, uh, my my I was trying to convince my girlfriend to start playing again, and, and she said she stopped playing because she got like. She had dated someone before, and they basically got into the poop sock mode. And she's like, I would <laughs> yeah. leave to go to work and eat, and that was it. That's all we were doing. And I was yeah. like, we don't understand. It's so much more casual now. Yeah. Like, you'll be fine. But then I had another buddy, um, my buddy John. He was like, dude, yeah, like, the, the core game is way more casual, but there's so much more shit to mm. do. Like, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fair. That's That's... Especially because she's a huge Pokemon fan, and I can imagine oh, her getting a whiff of the battle pets and it just being over. Yeah, I mean, I'm, right now I'm, I, I've got my uh, Pandaren Mage is currently, like, level 85, and I really haven't had a chance to play in the, the week prior to MAGFest. I, I've got, like, the rest of the month off, so that's what my goal is. It's like, okay, I'm going to get to level 100 and probably start on my alt mm-hmm. over the next week. Because I've got nothing else to fucking do except eat. And oh, Tuesday night, let's play. Because I, I, oh, I'm yeah. off of work because I have an interview at noon, but mm-hmm. it's an interview over the internet. Totally. So, yeah, Tuesday night we can get down. Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Sarah's, Sarah's probably going to want to see me. <laughs> well, I can understand that. that yeah. I, I Literally, I've got the rest of the month off, so whenever you're down, I'm down. But, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. The Battle Pets thing is ridiculous. And I, there's so much shit that I'm like, oh, fuck, I just want to get to level 100 so I can start doing garrison stuff. And then I want to start doing all the, the pets, all the, uh, like, collecting mounts. So and they just start a tractor. Sounded like it. <laughs> but there's so much shit to do and so much shit to collect, all the little toys, all the mounts. And uh, thankfully, they've, like, gotten smart where they've added, like, their own little pages for shit. And amount- mounts are now account-wide, so... Most of them. I, yeah. I think there and might be a handful of them that aren't. Specifically stuff like you get for, like, classes or, well, like, tailoring and type I, stuff. I think maybe, like, the super, super, super rare stuff might still be... Like, I think... Like, for... Even if they're not, I think the achievement for getting it mm-hmm. is not account-wide. I, I can't... Because I've been working on... There's one mount called the Ashes of Alar, and it's basically a phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got, like, a 0.1% drop rate. Yeah. I saw a dude who did a video about, like, soloing that raid just to, like, basically... Well, it's easy to solo. Yeah, walking, uh, like, a, doing a walkthrough on, like, how to solo it, and, yeah, you'll be doing this probably a thousand times, but whatever. <laughs> but that's one of the things that I love that they've added, and they, they had... Added like I remember like pre honor points and shit like that where they had PvP but there was no point to PvP. Right, they right. finally added honor points before battlegrounds were even a thing, so everyone was just basically constantly raiding the crossroads on the Stormrage oh, server. Jesus. So I would go to crossroads and basically just spam Blizzard and like dr- like rack up a couple honor kills before I die. Go to the graveyard, run back, spam Blizzard, kill, knock out a couple people, uh, and I that's actually how I got into my first guild was because. I was just defending Crossroads as as my undead mage, and uh, like some dude who was like alongside, he's like, "Hey, what's up? You, you, you want to join our guild?" And I'm like, "Okay, right on." And one of those funny moments back then where because it always tells you Crossroads is under attack, Crossroads, and it just keeps like the game itself keeps fucking spamming it. Yeah, and like it's I'm always under attack. Guys. Yeah. Well, then one guy is like, "Guys, we could really use some help in Crossroads. It's under attack." And somebody else just out of nowhere is like, "No shit, jackass." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice. 
Now, I played originally on a PvE server, which was Stormrage, and uh, when I started up, I started on um, your server, uh, which is... Emerald Dream. Emerald Dream, which is a PvP RP server. First off, no one fucking roleplays. They do, but it's mostly, like, it restricted guild. to guilds, yeah. and, like, they'll, they'll do events, they'll, they'll spam, like, events yeah. that they'll do, and, like, if you want to join them, you can, mm-hmm. but it's not... Some... RP servers in the past have been pretty strictly regulated. Um, I think even on Emerald Dream, maybe just on the Alliance side, there's like a, like an inn somewhere where like if you're in that, like you're role playing. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So. And, and that's the thing. But I mean, like literally, you go to Obermar and in trade chat, there's some dude talking about how like fucking Obama was born in in Africa and shit like that. It's like for the love of God, really. Uh, I mean, I remember how terrible like uh, just trade chat and general chat was in Obermar, but it seems like the game has been upped for certain people and there's this one dude in the trade chat who I, I I can't tell if he's the troll or if he's constantly being trolled mm-hmm. but it's always like this dude comment on Emerald Dream that people are giving shit to for some reason and it's every time I'm there it's like holy fuck these guys are still like harassing this one dude there was a, <laughs> on my old server, Frostmain, we called it Trollmain because it was just terrible. Yeah. There was this player named IPM, and it was a girl, and I, I actually know for a fact it was a girl, and I'll get to why in, yeah. a, in a minute here, but... You fucked her. Like, no, <laughs> I did not. But, um, but somebody noted, mm-hmm. so that's how we get to this. Ah, um, okay. So there was a uh, this IPM, and everybody would just, just be like, like, she'd kind of troll yeah. and everybody like IPM's fat IPM's a slut this that like just always fucking with her but she would just sit there and troll yeah and like about a year or so later I'm on Twitter and I mentioned something like the, someone said they used to play on that server yeah. a, a detoder whose name I won't mention since I said he dated her yeah but um it's like yeah man I used to play on that server too and I was like oh yeah like those were like weird that was a weird server like what was that what was that person's name like IP and everybody said they were a fat chick or whatever and he's like yeah uh like that's that's my ex-girlfriend and I'm like get the fuck out of here so yeah he's like this is awkward (laughs) oh man yeah, um, I, I've got uh, my Pandaren, who's level 85, and I, I'm going to push him to 90 so I can start doing, like, garrison stuff very soon. And then I've got still got, like, a 90 boost that I got because I got bought with yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm debating, like, because I, I promised my friends who play Alliance, Ben, of course, from APR, mm-hmm. and Amber, B- the Binks, um, they play on Wildhammer as Alliance, and I, I promised them that I'd, like, you know, do a so an Alliance server. So you can boost server, on that so. one. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm debating, do I want to boost on that, or... I, I realized how much fun I had leveling up my Frost Mage, and I'm kind of like, I kind of want to just go ahead and level it up and experience the quest, because I've always played Horde since I started. I, I had, like, an Alliance tune way back in the day, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is cool. I like how Alliance seems to be, like, even lower on the morality scale of the Horde, you know? Right? Like, yeah. it's so fucked up. Like, they, 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 they framed that whole game from the beginning like the Horde was the bad yeah. side. Yeah, But then the more you get into it, you're like, the the Alliance has done some deplorable shit. Oh, yeah, shit. like some dark, yeah. nasty shit. Like, Goldshire was like a, a fucking dark zone, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I so I, I, I'm thinking about just... I've still got that 90 boost, but I'm thinking I might just hang on to it, and I might just level up another Frost Mage on... Wildhammer Alliance. Side. I have an alliance. It's on Emerald Dream, but the cross server is so easy to use now. Yeah. Um, 
I, uh, I have an 85 Paladin tank, mm-hmm. and the only reason I have it is because I wanted to get... There's an achievement for having a max level on both sides. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do that. Uh, the Alliance are weird. <laughs> they're, they're, like, and it's a female Draenei, and, like, those motherfuckers, like, throw shit at female characters. It's kind of weird. Uh, uh, like, creepy. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. Um, what I thought would be really funny is since, like, you know, my main is on Emerald Dream, I thought it'd be really funny to go, like, use my Draenei and, like, seduce someone to, like, an area <laughs> just outside of Stormwind. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, you know, like, Cyber, ASL, whatever. Yeah. And then, like... Victoria Von Doom. And then in, in, in fucking uh, Ventrilo, I'll just be like, Guild, now. Yeah. Now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, let me change like, into something more comfortable than long yeah, out. Long like, out. Like, all of a sudden pop up as your fucking rogue or whatever, you know. Backstab. Cap the corpse for the next three and a half hours. I did get my rogue up to like I think ninety two. Plus, um, I just because I, I want to do, I want to get that achievement. Now that achievement, you, you talked about this on Radio D I don't think you've mentioned. You know, you, this is your first time on Airport Red the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what does this entail? Okay. Basically, this is it's called Insane in the Membrane, uh-huh. and it gives you a title, The Insane. Mm-hmm. It's, I would guess. That if if two percent of all WoW players had that, I would say that would be on the high end. Nice. I'm guessing it's probably one percent or less. Mm-hmm. What this entails is it's getting exalted with factions that are super hard to get exalted yeah. with, and it, it used to be like the the Shirari or, or uh, the Shirari Argent Crusade, um, Dark Moon Fair, mm-hmm. uh, all the Goblin ones, honored with the Bloodsail Buccaneers, which. Goddamn, because you, you, you spend, like, the majority of your early levels killing those assholes. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and the, the thing is, is when you do the Blood Sail, you, you, um, right, you don't have to keep honored with the Blood Sail Buccaneers, yeah. you just have to get there, and if yeah. it goes down after that, that's okay. <laughs> so what you have to do is you have to get it honored with them first, which will leave you at hated with all the Goblin ones. So you basically <laughs> so then gotta you build have to yourself all, all the that. way back up. Um, but... It's been so long that I started it that the Shinar, El Shinar, I can't remember what it was. Them and Argent Crusade don't even exist anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Hasn't, like, the Argent Crusade, like, morphed into a new faction? Probably. Yeah, like Argent Dawn or something? Something like that. But they don't exist anymore. The last one I need is the uh, Ravenhold. Uh Uh-huh. And the only way I can get that is there's lockboxes that drop in one... I don't even think it's a raid wing. I think it's a dungeon. One dungeon... They don't drop. You have to pickpocket them. Oh, goddamn. And all that can pickpocket is a rogue. Oh, goddamn. So you either need to know a rogue that'll do it for you, and then you can buy it off of them, or you need to get a rogue and send them to your character. So, fuck, probably two, three years ago, I leveled a rogue to 60, but then just left it there. And then when the 90 boost came along, I was like, well, I'll use it on that. I'll I'll, I'll pick what professions I want, because if you do the boost after 60, the professions max. So it's like, I'll pick money-making professions and do that. Well, then what I find out is that the best way... You can only grind up to Revered, uh-huh. or, you know, like, one point shy of Exalted. Yeah. Revered. And from, like, the last bit of it, you can only do the lockboxes. Uh-huh. What I find out is there is the Rogue Legendary Weapon Quest uh-huh. will add to the Exalted up. So, but that's in a... That's in the end game cataclysm raid, which is still kind of hard. Yeah, but I don't think it'll be at a hundred. They are at ninety, but at a hundred, I think I'll be able. Yeah, because cataclysm is like eighty-five, right? Or is it eighty? Eighty-five. 
80... It was, I think it was 80 to 85, and then Mr. Pandaria was 85 to 90. Yeah. All right, on. Uh, yeah, I, I felt bad because I really wanted to play like before MAGFest, and I just didn't get any goddamn time. So I'm like, I don't know. Like currently, the, thankfully the Pandarans get like double rested uh, XP, so I've got twice as many I bet days. I take that out eventually. Yeah, eventually, but I mean, well, it's one of the racial traits, so they right. Yeah. But I mean, they, it's not like they've ever not taken racial traits out before. Yeah. Remember when yeah. every yeah. remember when, do you remember the time when every class had a class racial specific? Mm. There was a point where, like, I had a troll priest, and what troll priests got was the shadow orbs, yeah. whereas oh, yeah. the, uh, like, uh, like, a human priest would get, like, divine intervention, you know? Uh, what's your favorite class to play? Warrior. I'm, warrior. I, I, I don't... I, warrior got kind of tough for a while, but mostly I, I like to just mongoloid shit and just smash shit. Yeah. Um, I really did enjoy mage a lot. Um, and, and actually, you know, I would say it goes like this. Warrior, priest, mage. I, I really enjoy healing. I really like discipline healing. I'm so happy that like you, you like your main as a tank, and then your alt like that. I've been leveling up with you is the a priest. priest. Yeah. So it's because of like oh good because I, I'm I've basically like every time I play I always go back to just mage because I love being a glass cannon. I love hanging out in the so back. So basically, I'll take all the blame for everything, no matter what I'm and, playing. But that's exactly why it's because I know I'm not as good as these people. Uh, most the majority of these people, I know that I would never be able to like pull off being able to do a tank so I, I, I that's what I love DPS is I can kind of like if I fuck up then the worst thing is means that this boss drops 30 seconds later right right yeah um I uh, I had a for a while. John's fucking funny because John's one of the best wild yeah, players. I've I, I really dig John. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's very like, cool. I've, I've I've been on uh, y'all Skype uh, chats. Yeah, yeah, he he used to have rerollitis so bad. I mean, just so bad. And he just, yeah, he said he was an alcoholic at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, he could just level like a motherfucker, and like he would always like fuck with me and be like, hey, uh, you know, we get into this a lot quicker if you would tank, and, and like I I was just. I got so burnt out on fucking taking during Lich King. I was just like, no, I'm fucking done. I'm done getting yelled at. Uh, I'm done getting fucking like a sword I need fucking ninjaed by a death knight or a fucking arms warrior. Fuck this. I, I remember there was a bit of drama in like one of the random like pugs that we did where, uh, who was it? Like our, someone like just basically yoinked like, uh, was it like strength gear that totally didn't need it or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I remember this. I remember this from way back in the day. It's still going on. Yeah. And that's like, uh, that was... And I remember, like, me and you were both, like, agreeing. Yeah, it was, it was, like, that was it fucked was up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were like, dude, that is fucked Yeah, that, that was just, like, yeah, like, we were, like, commensurating with the dudes, like, I'm sorry, yeah, that's fucked up. And the dude was just like, whatever. And I think we started joining into the chat where we were yeah. just, like, making fun of the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I felt so bad because uh, I, I'm still getting used to it. I'm still very awkward, and I don't know what's going on. Unfortunately, I, I've currently, like, recently kind of rebuilt my PC. I got new RAM, got a new processor. Uh, so I, I've, I've gotten to the point where uh, I, I haven't worked out all the bugs on my upgrades, so I, I get, like, occasional crashes. And I, so I'm trying to play it. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. But when you when you do these basically like dungeon finder groups, unfortunately, what happens is like if you've never done this damn thing before, everyone else already has. Yeah, and every the dungeon finder yeah. knows what yeah. they're doing. And all I can do is essentially 
follow along and keep up with people and hope that I don't fuck something up. And I, I try to always like say in chat, like, hey, first time through, never done this before. Uh, please give me a heads up if there's a trick to like something, you know, in case like the boss has some kind of like. And, and you know what? Seventy five percent of the time, the trick is don't stand in shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like every so often, especially in in once you get to uh, warlords, mm -hmm. a lot of the a lot of the rares on the world and a lot of the dungeon bosses will have a raid mechanic mm -hmm. to them where it's. It won't hit as hard in looking for raid, but it's also like you're probably still gonna die. Mm -hmm. You know, like like you gotta like move here so you don't get hit by the line going by yeah. or whatever. Um, it, it, the thing about that that got really bad in when they kind of implemented looking for raid. Yeah, because you'd have all these people that had already done the raids and then they were going back through with alts and looking for raid to like just get gear quick yeah. so they could go into the normal mode or hard mode. Yeah. Heroic. And or, heroic or mythic, yeah. yeah. So, it'd be looking for raid, and it'd wipe a couple times, and people would say, oh, this is the worst fucking group I've ever been in, blah, blah, blah. And everybody, like, half the people would be like, dude, it's looking for raid. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. This is people that don't have the gear to get into a normal raid. Yeah. Want to learn... Because the mechanics would change. There'd be different stuff, and they'd get harder. But you learn the <laughs> basics and, and of that's, the raid. Yeah, and, but that's also the thing. is like, you know, uh, an expansion just recently dropped in the last couple months. A lot of people are getting back into WoW, like, for me, back into WoW for the first time in, like, eight years. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, they're, they're fucking... They're <laughs> Someone's ringing a bell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, their subscription base jumped from like six and a half million to mm -hmm. fucking ten million. It's crazy. That's, even if it drops off, yeah. they just made so much fucking cash. I, I would love to know, like, I mean, how, how many people were influenced the, the same way that I was. Now, I got into it like five bucks for like everything prior to Warlords of Draenor. I'm like, oh, the, fuck, the, the, did yeah. The, did the boost appeal to you at all? Or was that well, just kind of a bonus? The boost was cool. I'm, I mean, the boost came with Warlords of Draenor and I was like, okay, that's neat. But at the same time, I felt when I was starting over again, it's like, I was looking at, like, because I played, like, Arcane slash Frostbane. This was before you had, you could only pick one specialization. You pick different, like, talents. The tree, and then, you could yeah. mix them together, yeah. So you'd play Frost Arcane or Fire Arcane or, or what do you, some, play some mix of it. And, and Frost every, Fire Mages? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. And, and it was always, yeah, like, oh, the PvP motherfuckers. Um, but, yeah, it, it was... I wanted to... I knew that I needed to relearn how to play the game. And I figured, like, well, I could boost to 90, but then I'd be basically jumping ahead, and I really don't... Well, know here's what the thing WoW about the 90 anymore. boost. Yeah. The 90 boost is weird, because uh -huh. when, I, when I started playing that Rogue again, I was like, where the fuck are my skills and abilities? Yeah. Like, why are they not here? Well, when you boost to 90... Even if that you had already played that up yeah. to like sixty or whatever, like I had, it takes them all away. So like, you have to basically reassign everything. Well, no, 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 no. It mm. doesn't just take them off your bars. It takes them from you. Period. <laughs> so you have to like go through this like kind of weird opening part that's just for boost people. Oh, that like throws them at you every every few quests. Yeah, like, it's not on uh, levels. It's every few like quests. It'll be like, oh, you know, this is what you have now. Here's how you use it. So it does. Give you a little like tutorial if you just came out of nowhere and boosted to ninety. I still wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, uh, especially because you're missing a lot of the lore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I know that's not for everybody, but I didn't care about the lore until I did the the lore master achievement, which is 
like so many quests in every zone and that's kind of when the lore hit me because I this I did that in Cataclysm and so I'm going back and I'm doing all these vanilla and BC quests and everything I'm like they laid the groundwork for Cataclysm in fucking vanilla yeah nice like I was like they they knew what was going on like they were not slouches about the lore there I would I remember, like, my friend uh, at work, he was into WoW, and he was kind of... I, I almost got back in during Wrath of the Lich King, because he was playing back then. He was telling me all about it. Lich King is still my favorite expansion, yeah. by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah like, I, I started up a Death Knight, and I kind of, like, I'm halfway through the whole starting area thing, but it, it's like, I realized, like, oh, shit, I, I, I need to focus on my Frost Mage and shit, and, and get back into, like, the basic gaming, because I really didn't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to go Unholy with my, my Death Knight eventually. It's Alliance side. It's a Worgen, uh, because, uh, fuck yeah, I get to play as a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> which is badass. But at the same time, I'm like, oh shit, I skipped the Worgen starting area, which, you know, I, you know, it was it's cool. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a flashback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's before, so, it's right, it's beat right, it's like the last battle before they put the Grey Main Wall up. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, which, again, was a thing that they, that was there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. There would always be this giant, unpassable wall with a blacked-out zone below it, I, you know? I remember, like, when you could fly past Darnassus, like, and, like, check it out on the flight path, and you could look at it, and you're like, oh, it was shit. a big dome. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, I, I still want to check out Not Darnassus. Darnassus, Dalaran. Dalaran, yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I, I remember it was like, I, I can't wait for that, and finally they added it in what, like, uh... Lich King. Lich King, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they, still, they put the whole city up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's floating around right now. There's still one more zone that's totally like blacked out. You can't oh, yeah? fly over. You oh, can't get I'm into sure. it. It's uh, it's kind of it's like west of Ghostlands and north uh-huh. of the the um the Plaguelands. Yeah, yeah. It's not even a big zone, but like you you cannot get there. So like everybody's kind of wondering like what that's going to be if it's going to be the next <laughs> thing. Yep. Yeah, that's. I remember my friend was telling me about how... Nick Arcade cosplay. Holy shit. Wow, I'm impressed. God, Nick Arcade. Great stuff. (laughs) I used to watch... I used to think, like, oh my god, that would be such a me game to play. You know, like, I'd be like, oh, like, score so many points on contract, I could do that with my fucking eyes closed. Why aren't I on Nick Arcade? And then they'd have that weird green... Basically, essentially, it was the people in a green screen. And they projected a video game. And it was like a very early Kinect game where you got to see the person uh, behind a green screen and they had to like du- like duck or jump or like move and dive, like dive, that. Dip, dive, and yeah. dodge. Yeah, and it was just, they put them inside a video game. Dive, this Nick Arcade. <laughs> but yeah, I was always so mad because I'm like, I'm watching people and I'm like, these fucking chumps, what are they doing on? They're, they're right? on TV. Right? It's so much better than these assholes. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, well, yeah, you weren't at Universal Studios Florida, like, during the tapings. That's why. Right. So, but, yeah, Nick man. And, uh, shit, Nickelodeon Guts, which was the uh, American Gladiators. For, for, for adolescence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And with the Double Dare. And the uh, Magna Crag. Yep. Uh, when I was in like second grade, I had a Double Dare T-shirt, mm-hmm. and I told like I just moved to a new school, and I told a bunch of people it was because I was on Double Dare. Nice. <laughs> it was a liar. Summers like my dad works at Nintendo, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad uh, when he was like uh, 
he had gotten laid off, so he was looking for jobs. And one of the jobs, he's a programmer. One of the jobs was like, oh, your dad was a programmer. Yeah, he yeah. is currently. Yeah, yeah. Um, he works on like database stuff. But like one of the jobs that he looked at was like actually like programming for like an arcade company. And I don't remember which company it was, and it probably is one that is just not around today. But because this was like in the late eighties, back when everyone, uh, yeah, I mean everyone was like starting up like making arcade games at that point. So I I was always like, I always was kind of disappointed that my dad never took that job, even though it was not in like remotely in his wheelhouse. Yeah, he could program, but he was, you know, he's not a game programmer. He was programming like databases and shit like that. Right. Like you had the opportunity to like work on video games and you pass it up. You're dead to me, man. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> but oh man. Anyway, MMOs. Right on. Airport Road the podcast. Where we so off topic. Now that uh, Elder Scrolls Online is going to be free to play, yeah. I might actually check that out. Yeah, I remember seeing the preview video for that. I don't. It's like that's cool. Right. I don't know if it. No, you were gone off, off Radio D by then, but, yeah. but we, we had to talk about MMOs and about Final Fantasy fourteen and, and Elder Scrolls and how, like, and, and Chili had the same sentiment. Like, I would really like to try these, but I want to try them. Yeah. I don't want to dump... Think about it. Like, I don't want to dump 60 bucks plus, you know, all of 33 right. days. But then even if you, like, yeah, by the end of those 33 days, you're like, this is shit. I don't like this then at all. Then you paid $60 for a game you're never going exactly. to play again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I wish more uh, MMOs would do that. Like, I know Final Fantasy fourteen did a, a free week, mm-hmm. but, like... It was a bad week for me. Like, I wasn't going to have the time. And, yeah. like, now I know MMOs. I know, like, if you're going to do that, do it. And that's like you were saying earlier about not having the time to play WoW the week beforehand is I don't get to play WoW a lot, but when I do, I want it to be a night where I'm like, I have nothing to do yeah. tonight. I have nothing to do tomorrow. I can do this shit for, like, six hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like six hours. That's, like, the thing. It's like, it's I, I could play WoW for 30 minutes and get, like, a couple quests done, sure, but I don't really want to sit down and boot up the computer and, like, get myself invested unless I know that I can spend, like, a good four, five, six hours right. straight playing. Right. Because then I, yeah, I, I have to set aside it. Because otherwise, it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll play 3DS for a little while. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, any, I mean, I remember I played uh, Final Fan- uh, or Fantasy Star Online on the Dreamcast. Did you ever uh, check out any of those? So, here's the thing. I, I, I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that came out, uh, the Dreamcast, like, pretty much immediately took a price drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked it up as soon as it dropped to 100 bucks. Yeah, right, right, right. And then, like, you go on Sega site and you could buy, like... Like jet, like like first party games for like fucking like ten fifteen bucks. Right. It was amazing. I picked up like Jet Set Radio. I picked up Shim Mew. I picked up like Crazy Taxi One and Two. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I picked yeah. up the fucking accessories. I picked up the goddamn like Dreamcast fishing control. Oh, for the one game, yep. for bass, yep. uh, for bass fishing and for yep. marine fishing. Yeah. Yep. So when it dropped, and that was when I was reading about Fantasy Star Online. I'm like, I want to fucking play this, and it didn't. It only required 56k. Yep. It didn't require broadband, so I was like, I can, I can actually fucking do that. Um, so I remember, like, I was working at a subway at the time. I think I was 19 years old, maybe, um, and I had a bet with my mom. I was gonna run like a like a like a, not a half marathon, but like a six mile run or something like that, and and. She was like, if you can do that, you know, I'll buy it, Dreamcast. Fuck yeah. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do this. And three weeks later, I was like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, 
but uh, so I, I never ended up getting a Dreamcast till like years later. But I mean, I, I had a lot of friends mm-hmm. over the years that have had Dreamcasts, and I, I played a lot of it through then. And I, I have one now. And I mentioned earlier, I'm not sure if it actually works yeah. or if it's just a power <laughs> cord that's bad. And the only game I have for it right now is um, Code Veronica. So have they remade that? I think I want to say they ported that to something like PS2 or something eventually. I'm not sure. It's on. I don't know if they remade it, but yeah. it did get ported to something. Yeah. But I think it was just a direct port. I remember I had the uh, the Resident Evil 2 port of uh, of for the Dreamcast. I remember that they added the Konami code to it, which was so weird because it was a Capcom game. But if you like were in your box and you did the Konami code, really, you could get like infinite ammo or something like wow. that for whatever weapon you did it on. It was crazy. Yeah, was remember the, they ported that shit to N64? Yeah, oh yeah, God, I remember that. Like, yeah. crash. Yeah, I totally did. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, an N64 card has full motion video. It's like, yeah, it's like lower res than the fucking PS. It like shit. Yup. I remember having one of those guilt moments where, like, I had a friend that had never been playing it, and uh-huh. I, I didn't, like, I knew he had never played it before, but I didn't register when I walked in and he was playing it, and I watched it for a little bit, and I was like, dude, this looks like shit. Like, why are you playing this <laughs> fucked up version? He's like... I just got it, man. <laughs> Damn it. I felt the same way. It's Sarah's birthday. Her best friend bought her uh, Resident Evil 4. Uh, I, I didn't know that he had bought it for her, but he bought it for her for PlayStation 2. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, that doesn't look good. Like, like I'll just let you borrow my, my GameCube and let you play it on there like the way it should be played. Like, don't don't even bother playing it on the yeah. PS2. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, 15 minutes later, I found out that that's what he had gotten her for oh, her birthday. And I'm like, God shit. damn it. <laughs> an asshole. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm not wrong, but yeah, I'm still no, an asshole. No. Yeah, I, I gotta say, Resident Evil 4, uh, the Wii version is fantastic. It's, it's a hurt. lot of fun to play with the, the nunchuck and the Wii version. Yeah. Yeah, like where you're like lining up, shooting those little goddamn little hidden objects everywhere. Or the like, tentacles off the head yeah, sort yeah. of things. Yeah. Uh, they weren't Uroboros yet. They yeah. were... Yeah. No, they were Uroboros in 5. Uh, what were they in... No, Los Plagas. Yes, Los Plagas. Yes. Los Plagas, yes. Uh, yeah, but uh, the Wii port of Resident Evil 4 is fantastic. It's, it's worth checking out if you've got a Wii or a Wii U. Uh, it, it actually works really well. Wasn't Revelations on Wii as well? Wasn't that like kind of uh, on rails shooter? Want, no, Revelations was on, yeah, like 1 and 2. I don't know if it was Revelations. I think Revelations is one they brought to the 3DS. I think but, Um Shit, what is it? But they're like, yeah, they're rail shooters. They did like a 1 and 2 of that. For Resident Evil, that actually were fun. We had a good time playing it. Like my, my Ben and I, I uh, played a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. Oh damn it! People are screaming who are listening right now. It's like this fucking. Game. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sure I'll do it when I listen to this later. I'll be like, oh, we're so dumb. Yeah. We're so dumb. Uh, At least it wasn't Cold Fear. <laughs> that game like had so much potential. And I was excited for uh, it. And then I started reading the reviews, and I'm like, uh, my favorite thing about Cold Fear was the Mega 64 ad campaign for it. That God, was goddamn wait. amazing. They've been around... Either they've been around that long they've been or... Around for a long time, dude. Really? Because that really? was like, what, 2005 when Cold Fear came out? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They were they were around for a couple years then. I mean, I, I want to put them at, like, early 2000s for... Uh, God, I'd love... Because I remember, yeah, like, way back, I remember getting, uh, like, EGM. I had a subscription to it. And they would include, like, uh, like videos... Like exclusive videos from Mega Sixty Four that they did just for the EGM, ah. and then they would eventually go online like a year later. But yeah, I, I, that's how like I first saw like I think the Luigi's Mansion short where they go to the uh, Waitley House uh, courthouse in San Diego, which is like a haunted courthouse. 
<laughs> and, uh, and oh god, I can't remember his name, but the uh, one of the guys goes, and he's dressed up as Luigi, and he's got a little dustbuster, and he's just going around while they're doing the walkthrough tour, just like turning on the dustbuster and like dusting in corners, like basically trying to suck up ghosts. And uh, the people there are just like sitting there, like you know, like trying to be really nice to him. And, and you overhear like people, like the guy recording is like, well, "What's going on? What's that dude's deal?" And he's like, "I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think maybe he's a little slow." <laughs> but oh man. Mega 64, they've been around for a long-ass time. I never watched their video. I'm not I'm not a big, yeah. like, video person. Like, yeah. like, like, even the comedy stuff. Like, yeah. I, I, I just have such a... I'm not defending it, but I almost yeah. have an elitist sense of humor. Like, like, uh, almost a defeatist sense of humor. Like, shit needs to be really self-deprecating for me or, or self-referential. Yeah. So, like, when it's shit like that that happens with video games, and people do videos like those, I'm like, I get it, but I'm not... The, the only thing I've ever been into is Red vs. Blue. For like yeah. six years, I was super big into uh, Red vs. Blue. Red vs. Blue was so good, though. I mean, they, oh, yeah. they were, I mean, yeah. They had some of the best, like, uh, low-key humor or, or just, like, quick, yeah. like, quippy shit. Like, the yeah. one where uh, Caboose just won't shut the fuck up and he finally stops talking and Donut just goes... Is this guy a retard? Like, that's one of the funniest yeah. fucking things I've ever heard. And it's just like, like, out of context, it makes no sense. You know, and you, you don't even understand how funny it is. But when you see it, when yeah. you see it and you see, like, the format it's in, you're like, yeah. holy yeah, first, fuck. Yeah, yeah, first Donut was kind of, like, the dumb guy. But then he, like, kind of just became such well, a self-parody of himself. Did you know Donut is the basis of the entire series? Is it? Yeah, when they started that, they had one joke, and that was a private in pink armor. That was the entire <laughs> joke. They were going to make, like, one episode. Shit. And then, like, when they started writing it out, they were like, this, this is actually pretty funny. Uh, Shit. I remember the spin-offs they did. They did um, The Strangerhood, which was, like, uh, a cinema-based on Sims. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I watching that. It was like, okay, this is cool. And it was very weird. It was like, like this is cool, but it wasn't red versus blue. You know, right. and, and it almost tried a little bit too hard yeah. to shoehorn the character archetypes yeah. into yeah. Sims. Yeah, and, and they did another thing that was like exclusively for Xbox Live, or uh, which you could download. Oh, it was uh, Shadowrun. They well, did like a series like based on Shadowrun and stuff. I didn't like that. know that, but they yeah. also did um, some Red versus Blue offshoots mm. that were originally just I on, remember, yeah, based they, around like Tex and the other hunter bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I think eventually those made themselves onto the DVDs. Yeah, yeah but uh, good, yeah, good guys, good uh, rooster teeth, right? I actually, it's it's funny. I met uh, Jeff, uh-huh. and uh, he does. Um, not Tucker Griff he does the best yeah. Griff okay. and I met him at the first PAX East and I was talking to him I was like dude so like my friends like I started watching Red vs. Blue and I started using the insults that mm-hmm. you guys like would use and none of my friends were like really into watching that kind of shit and at one point after about like three weeks of this one of them just looks at me and they're like when did you get so fucking mean? <laughs> and he lost his shit laughing at that and I'm like I learned it all from you <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we've been going for uh, about an hour and uh, 15 minutes or so. Uh, so I guess we'll wrap this episode up. Connor, where can they find you on the Internet? Uh, they, you guys can find me uh, on Twitter. I am at ConnorLC, which is C-O-N-O-R-E-L-S-E-A. Uh, you can find me on uh, Xbox Live as John Bloodspray, J-O-N, Bloodspray, all one word. Um... 
Facebook, Connor LC. I think I, I think there's two of us, but one is also me that I made so I could be in a relationship <laughs> with myself. Um, uh, I'm, I'm uh, host of Radio Detroit. Yeah, I'm the host of Radio Destructoid. You can follow that um, on Twitter at, at Radio Detroit. Um, I think that's I'm Battlenet. I think just Bloodspray is just my Battlenet name. I think. Uh, possibly. I think so because I think I remember being surprised nobody had that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the number is, but I know it's Bloodspray. Um. I think that is about it. There's there is this kind of pending game I've been working on with a friend, oh, and yeah. you can follow that on Twitter. It's it's at Mean Nickel M E A N N I C K E L. Um, but don't expect any updates from that anytime soon. Uh, and I, I think that's about it. Right on. You can find me, uh, Mr. Mixias Pitalik, 123. That's M-R-M-X-Y-C-P-T-L-K, 123. That's my Twitter. That's my Xbox Live. That's my PSN. That's my Nintendo Network ID. My Steam ID. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my Steam ID is also John Bloodspray. John Bloodspray, right. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, listen to me on Airport Road the Podcast, which you're doing right now, and also on uh, Dispatches from the Weird, which I've been uh, joining Ben and Richie. Now that I've divulged myself from Radio Detroit, I have time to participate on Dispatches of Weird. It always, like, conflicted, so I could do one or the other. Ah, Yeah, and I felt so bad, because I'm like, I haven't seen Richie in four months. Fuck. But, uh, yeah, listen to us. You can find all our updates, as well as Ben's uh, acting uh, action. Goddamn, what was it? Uh, action sexting figure, action figure sexting roundup yeah, on yeah. uh, youtube.com slash airport And he does road. that voice. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> great. It's like, yeah, he's doing like this, like this weird New York accent and he just started doing it for the first episode. And we got feedback from like a listener who was like, yeah, I enjoyed your videos and I started listening to the podcast. I had no fucking clue who you were. Yeah. Because he does yeah. the accent, but it works so great. I highly recommend those. YouTube.com slash airport road. Uh, again, every Thing can be found on weirdochurch.com. Uh, Connor, close this out, please, sir. What do you guys close with? This one's for you guys. Be better people. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll take it that way. <laughs> What did you say? This one's for you, Morse. This one's for you, Morse. X-Men. Come on, you listen oh, to the podcast. Yeah, but I, like, I just got into it, yeah, man. Okay, and okay. actually, like, the best part about it is I know that after this... Is this the one with the DuckTales music? Or is yes. This, oh, yeah, there's going to be killer DuckTales yeah, music killer after this. cover of uh, the, the moon, moon stage yeah. from DuckTales. So, one more time. This one's for you, Morph. This one's for you, Morph. Right on. Let me do it. Let me do it. Ready? <laughs> this one's for you, Morph. There you go. Thanks for listening, guys. Share us. Listen. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Blah blah blah. Live from MacBeth 13. <laughs> <laughs>